Hello family, this is In Christ Alone, your word break for today. And this week I want to talk about the word of God. I want to talk about what I'm terming the meal of the word of God. When you read the scriptures in different parts of the scriptures, the, the word of God is likened to food, different kinds of food, different categories of food. I believe this means something for our Christian walk. And that's what I want us to look into this week. So the meal of the word of God. And we're going to begin from a very popular passage of the Bible, a popular scripture. This is from Matthew chapter 4. In Matthew chapter 4, the beginning of Matthew chapter 4, the account is given when Jesus went into the wilderness, fasted for 40 days, 40 nights, and the Bible makes us understand that the devil tempted him when he was hungry. The devil you know tempted him to turn the stones into bread and in verse 4 the bible says this is what jesus said but he answered and said it is written man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of god man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of god so we see that jesus was doing a comparison between bread or food and every word that proceeds from the mouth of God or the word of God. Now, to understand the scripture, we need to understand the first part. Jesus says, man shall not live by bread alone. I believe that this means that we need to redefine our perspective of life. We need to redefine what life means to us. If we are saying that man shall not live by bread alone or by food alone, it means that our life is not only defined by what is physical. Our life is not only defined by what is natural. Our life is not only defined by the things that we can appreciate with our senses, our human senses. Life goes beyond the physical. Life goes beyond the physical. Food is what sustains the physical life, our bodies. Food is what sustains this natural life. But Jesus says that man doesn't live by that alone. In other words, there is more to life than just our bodies. There is more to life than just the physical or the natural. You see, in Ephesians chapter 2, when the Apostle Paul was speaking, he described the Ephesian church, the old life of the people, the Ephesian church, in an interesting way. He said in verse 1, And you, referring to the Ephesians, he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins. He made you alive. You were previously dead in trespasses and sins. Now, the fact is that, yes, as far as definition of life physically is concerned, they were not dead. Obviously, they were living and breathing, going about their activities. They were probably healthy. They were probably athletic and strong. They were probably, you know, productive by the standards of this world. But the Bible says, and Paul says, Paul rightly says that you were dead. Why is he saying you were dead? Because life is not only defined by the physical. Life is also defined by the spiritual or by the eternal. And according to spiritual standards, according to eternal standards, according to the kingdom of God standards, a man whose spirit has not encountered God is considered dead. He's dead in trespasses and sin. The God gave us that spirit so that we have communion with him. When a man's spirit hasn't encountered God, he is dead. And so we must define life, not just in the perspective of the physical, while we must define life in the perspective of the eternal, in the perspective of the spiritual. And what Jesus is saying, that if you see life that way, 
if you see life as not just physical but as spiritual as eternal then you realize that just as food you know sustains the physical life the word of god the word that proceeds from the mouth of god sustains the part of us that is spiritual just as food bread sustains the physical the word of god sustains the spiritual so when we deny ourselves of encounters with the word when we are denying ourselves of knowing and and fellowshipping with the word of god what we are doing is that we are starving the spiritual life we are failing to sustain the spiritual life and that is why many are incapable of spiritual things many are incapable of spiritual things because that spiritual part of our lives the spiritual life has been has been denied of nutrition has been denied of sustenance when you go a long time without physical food you realize that you are incapable of doing a lot of things you're incapable of doing strong activity you're incapable of doing you know difficult tasks even your mind you're incapable of thinking correctly because you have denied your bodies of food it works the same way in the spiritual when we go a long period long periods without you know feeding uh, the spiritual part of us with spiritual food which is the word of god then we become we deny ourselves the ability to do spiritual things to do spiritual things so man shall not live by bread alone but by every word every word that proceeds from the mouth of god now it's interesting that jesus used the expression but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of god he didn't just say but by the word of god but he says but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of god and this is the reason you know theologians teach us that we can categorize the word of god as the written word that which has been delivered to us as the bible the written word and the spoken word like i said the written word is what has been delivered to us the bible we see that god's general purpose and will in all of his word captured in the scriptures and then there's a spoken word the word that one will say will proceed from the mouth of god now this is what we need to understand the written word comes with a certain sense of generality the spoken word is what is applicable to your life specifically so you see that the spoken word has a certain level of intimacy the spoken word has a personal touch with to it it becomes a revelation direct to you relevant to your own personal situation what this means is that as we engage the written word as we are studying our scriptures as we are searching the scriptures as we are seeing everything that is in them different situations in our life you'd realize that through this written word god will speak to you specifically god you would find Find something that applies to your life specifically that becomes relevant to you depend on the stage of life that you are depend on the situation of life that you are the written word becomes relevant to your life in this the written word becomes relevant to your life specifically in the moment when through that written word you hear what God is saying to you I like to believe that at that moment is no more a written word it's a spoken word to you the bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing comes by the word of god so it's like out of that written word you hear something that is relevant specific to your life that is relevant specific to your life this means that as you engage the word you meditate upon it 
you meditate upon it you brood over it you let the word speak to your own life personally you have a certain intimate touch to the word of god it becomes relevant for your life specifically you see when we eat a meal we digest the meal we assimilate the nutrients that is in the meal and then it becomes the energy for which we can do the things we do bodily in the same way as you engage the written word we must digest it through meditation we must absorb and assimilate the power that is in the the word the revelation that is there specific to our lives and there we'll see that we'll be able to do everything that god has called us to when we starve ourselves of physical food we are incapable of physical things when we starve ourselves of spiritual food we are incapable of spiritual spiritual things man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. I wish you a wonderful week. God bless you.